right now, the Macho Man, Randy Savage, and his lovely manager, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, this is going to be your first encounter with the likes of Damien. Tell me, are you afraid of snakes? Well, Gene, I... Forget her. I'm the Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion of the world. Wait yeah. a minute now, Randy Savage. You seem to be a bit irritable tonight. Perhaps a case of nerves. Are you afraid of snakes? Listen up, you will. The Macho Man Randy Savage, it's totally impossible that I could be intimidated. In fact, after tonight's match, I'm going to make some uh, boots and belts out of that creature. Wait a minute. Damien, you mean you're going to skin Damien? No, forget about the snake, man. I'm talking about I'm going to get me a Jake skin belt. Yeah, if you don't start showing me some respect, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, I'm going to make a belt buckle out of you. Elizabeth, down that aisle. All right, I, I thank you very much. Charming as always. Welcome to the Wrestling House Show. My name is Chris. My name is Joey. And welcome to a retro review for Saturday night's main event. Took place on November 29th, 1986 from Hollywood, California, according to Jesse Ventura. Yes. Los Angeles Sports Arena, to be uh, technical about it. Yeah. So, and w- which I figured out before I saw the credits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah you can call it. Yeah, yeah, I try. <laughs> Clippers Arena, I believe. Uh, which, so yeah, no celebrities there. <laughs> yeah, because <no. laughs> they're at the, they're always at the forum. Right. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, we're still in that pocket of uh, main event episodes that I didn't see live, and some of yeah. these I'm seeing for the first time, top to bottom. Right. Because all I had before that was, and I. For some reason, I always thought that there would be access to these at some point. So when the network came around, I'm like, this is what I was waiting for. Yeah. And I could have watched them on YouTube prior to the network, but I just didn't for some reason. Yeah. And I was just, uh, it's it's really fun to see some of these top to bottom. And such, yeah. this is a tight hour. I mean, they they really, I keep saying this, but they pack so much in that one hour. Yeah, there's lots of interviews with the wrestlers before and after the matches. And there were six <laughs> matches, and it, like, you said, like you said, it's an hour. just yeah. Maybe just a little bit over an hour, yeah. yeah a couple of microwave matches, but you know. Yeah. Like, it, it, that's what you, I mean, that that's how you format the show. Yeah. There's no other way to do it, really. Yeah. Probably a couple of clip jobs. I could. I, I saw there, a few yeah, in there, yeah. yeah <laughs> for sure, so... Yeah, so we're we're right uh, there, definitely getting started on WrestleMania three season, and it's weird because you know nowadays, in this modern day and age, I'm not going to timestamp where we are here right. on this exact date, but in modern day WWE especially, you can see where some WrestleMania matches are coming from. Yeah. By this point, last week of November, you know there's a lot of stuff in place. Yeah. Now they they still don't you don't see anything for WrestleMania three in here. The only thing actually that they're building towards right now, okay, mm. they have started the Steamboat Savage feud, yeah. But Steamboat's off television right now, so right. it's not really there on television right now. Yeah, it's not going to be until a few months later. The only thing they're building towards is the Piper Adonis match. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I guess so, so yeah, because Andre hasn't turned yet either. Yeah. So it's just like okay, this is. Well, it's kind of a placeholder show, it seems like. Yeah, because Piper mentioned Adonis in this show, but Adonis wasn't on this show. Right, exactly. Yeah. So that's the other thing. So it's like, it's just a fun show for, you know, families that are still together during like a Thanksgiving week, or maybe yeah. it is at yeah. this point, I don't know. Yeah. But I'm, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a fun, it was a fun little show. So I'm, yeah. I, there's nothing I'm like, avoid at all costs. Right. So let's just get down to the card here, Chris. Sure, yeah, first match up. The first two matches were title matches. The first was the Intercontinental title match. The champion, 
Macho Man Randy Savage with Miss Elizabeth versus Jake the Snake Roberts. And as with, you were with, saying... With Damien. With Damien, sorry. <laughs> the, sorry. The two seconds yeah. are very important. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And as you were saying, this is a heel versus heel match, which is a first for the Saturday Night's main events, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't recall that we've had one at all. Yeah. You know, even with these either super cards and super shows and, and quasi-pay-per-views that WWE's yeah. aired at this point during our 80s era, yeah. this is a first. I remember... Uh, Roberts talked about this match a lot. Some of his interviews and even oh, really? Box the specific set. match? Yeah, because like they were like they're obviously testing him out as a babyface yeah. here, and, and and it was a success. Yeah, the uh, Jesse Jesse and Vince were doing the commentary. Vince actually asked Jesse like, "Are, are you surprised that the crowd is so behind Jake Roberts?" And because they were yeah. as the match went along, but it's probably just because Randy Savage was so hated and such a horrible person at that time, you know? The biggest... I, like, just berating Elizabeth. Like, yeah. in the in the pre-match interview segment, Elizabeth was shining up his Intercontinental title, and he asked her a question, and as she answered, he told her to shut up. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Savage is easily the biggest heel in the company yeah. at this point. And because there's not, there's not a big bad for Hogan right now. Yeah. He's just going, you just know... beating up everybody. Beating up everybody. So, uh, Savage is a consistent the most consistent bad guy in that company yeah. at this point no doubt about it so and he'd ride that for a whole other year until he turned so. yeah 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 so and and the crowd's chanting ddt and everything and they don't yeah. sound piped into me yeah uh not at this point at least and yeah he, he's over like a million bucks so you could see why they uh turned him baby uh, i'm surprised it took him that long to turn him baby face right. after that reaction if you yeah. just along the way this is it from here on out right Bam. And I guess it kind of was, but he's obviously going to be playing sort of the bad guy for a few more months. Sure. But it's neat to see that this is where the turn really happens, yeah. like in a sense, or that the seeds got planted. So, yeah, it was a fun match, and that they all they both tried to cheat. But yeah. it was really just like a uh, outdo-each-other kind of a brawl yeah. with some good technical stuff in there. And I was saying... I haven't seen a ton of Savage Roberts matches. I've seen a few, and they actually all took place pretty much on main event. Yeah. Because that Cobra thing, that wasn't much of a match. Right. <laughs> it was an attack. Yeah. Uh, but I keep forgetting, like, you know, even though they're known for, like, two different kind of offensive maneuvers, obviously the DDT being mm. the most innovative moves ever, and the elbow drop is iconic, and people still rip it off to this day. Yeah. Uh, their ground attacks are very similar. Yeah. Their jabs are like real boxer-like. Yeah. And they both do knee lifts a lot and they do like quick clotheslines and so it's just fun to watch because it's yeah. like it's like kind of like watching a mirror fight each other. Yeah, because so. at one point during the match I thought that Jake was just copying Savage with the with the jabs he was doing but yeah. then I realized it's just what he does. Yeah. And he dropped some uh, like elbows to the head in there as well so yeah. and yeah, they were both doing it. Yeah, it was I liked it, yeah. Yeah, and it beca- because of the Saturday Night's Main Event format, and like I said, I'm not sure if there's any clips here, or edit jobs, Yeah, but they're just, I mean, Saturday Night's Main Event matches, they're just so fast-paced and so quick yeah. and busy, and there's there there is no point where you're going to see like a ton of rest holds or anything no, like that. No, this was, like, bam. like you said, it was, it was a fight, it was a brawl, and it was just right from the start, and it didn't really stop. Yeah. They kept moving in and out and around the ring. Even when one guy was down, the other guy would be off doing something else. Yeah. So, these are, these yeah. are the kind of shows I'd recommend to like younger people that you want to give them like a yeah. handshake into the 80s. This yeah. is probably going to help them a lot. Yeah. It's because kind the, of the pace they're used to. None of the matches are too long, and yeah, and they're front-loaded, these Saturday Night's main event shows so even if your attention span kind of wanes you've seen the best stuff <laughs> yeah, pretty much pretty much <laughs> yeah. throughout the first half of the show yeah 
Oh, Dave Hebner was refing this match. He refed like four of the six matches on this card, <laughs> and he took a few big like uh, bumps in this one. The, this That's one, my favorite new Hebner bump. Yeah, is, is the during, one through the ropes. Yeah, yeah, the one through the. It's the second bump he takes yeah. in the Savage Roberts match. In case you're curious. But it will be very obvious. Yeah. <laughs> it was upside down, and yeah, just, you just it should. The match should be watched just for that, if nothing else. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's a good match. Yeah, overall, to- totally. It's it's not completely satisfying. You can tell they're leading to something else, maybe, or just don't want to put anyone over in this one necessarily. Sure. Uh, but it, it was a fun match. Yeah, go see it. Next matchup was the the recently purchased Hercules. Yeah, Hercules <laughs> challenge with Bobby Heenan. Yes. Heenan bought Hercules from Slick. They yeah. showed a with little cash. clip with cash, no yeah. checks. <laughs> and Hercules challenging Hulk Hogan for the the world title. Yeah, and uh, I used the generic. It, it was it was actually pretty good for what it was. You know, like yeah. and Hogan's still at eighty six, eighty seven. Hogan, yeah, decently watchable. Yeah. He's still in that point. He's doing the mm. he did the big knee knee running knee uh, yeah. to the face, yeah. you know, like and he did uh did a couple of those moves he was known for in Japan, yeah. you know, still at that point. So But I mean it was a Hulk Hogan match. If sure. you've seen a Hulk Hogan match, you've seen most Hulk Hogan matches. Sure. And it's it's exactly what it was. I I mean he, I would say you can judge a Hogan match by his opponent, whether or not you're gonna like it more or less than anything else. Yeah. And, and I like Hercules alright. Yeah, and Hercules is still very hungry at this yeah. point and he's you know, it's his new look. It's his new manager. So everything is new, and yeah. and they they made him really credible really quick. I mean, like yeah. you know, he had not even sniffed a title match before this, but all of a sudden, like he's massively credible. Yeah. So that's 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 the magic of the WWE right yeah. there. And you know, I, I, that was neat. Like at the very very end of the show. There was this like one kid that had a Hercules sign up. Yeah. Like that's his guy. Yeah. And you you have those one guy dudes like when you're young, like even if they're like a bad guy and you root for me, like right. no, that guy is the best guy there. He really right. is. Yeah. So he should be the world champion. Yeah. He made a he made a sign yeah. where he drew the belt on Hercules yeah. and said Hercules number one. He even had Bobby the Brain's name on yeah. it. I was like, Wow, okay. <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah. easily his biggest fan. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and yeah, the match was fine. At one point, they started the match with a test of strength. <laughs> That's so always it, fun. It went back and forth. And of course, Hercules <laughs> did a headbutt after a while in it. But Hercules, this is really the thing that stood out the most to me. Hercules, when they were getting towards the end of that segment, he put his head underneath Hogan's arm and he lifted him up with his like body, like with him around his neck. Yeah. I was like, he's gonna go for the Northern Lights. Yeah, like, I thought he was gonna do it, but he didn't. That would been the first time yeah. I'd seen that in WWE, like he, in the timeline. Yeah, he just drove him into the corner. But that was, yeah. I mean, that was kind of cool. It was a unique way to get him over there. Other than that, you know, it, it just turned into a Hogan match. It was fun. Imagine if Hogan, like at this point, Hogan's almost two years in with the title. Yeah. Actually, three. Mm-hmm. He's almost three years in. Yeah. And imagine he just gets beat after two moves on a Saturday Night's yeah, event right. <laughs> with a Northern Lights suplex and a bridge. Right. Hercules would have been a made man right yeah. then and there. That would have been amazing. <laughs> and then I guess that would have been the Mania 3 main event. I don't I think did. that would have drawn the, the Pontiac Silver Superdome. Yeah. And it wouldn't have been the historic <laughs> thing that Vince always likes to do at, sure, uh, yeah. at Mania. But yeah, I totally saw Yeah, you're right. I saw the Northern Lights coming. I was like, yeah. oh. I was like, yeah. No, it just turned into a... Just tackle into the corner 
So yeah, it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. Uh, after that, we got to see... We're kind of skipping over a lot of these backstage segments because yeah. they're just... I'm going to beat this guy. Yeah. But I do need to stop down for one moment and okay. say that the next match up is Cowboy Bob Orton versus Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Before they got to the match, they were talking with Orton, with Jimmy Hart, and Orton was telling Jesse Ventura, like, we I've never been friends with Roddy Piper. And then after that, they showed this music video where it's like like a love friendship video showing clips of Orton and Piper together, like beating people up. There's yeah. one where uh, Piper kisses uh, Orton on the cheek, yeah. like yeah. at, at one point during the match. Yeah. yeah, and the the video ends with like this heart that comes in from the sides of the screen to like, and yeah. it pauses like, like on, an old rock video. Yeah, yeah. It, it pauses on. Orton and Piper framed in this heart. I, just, I loved it. It was good. <laughs> I, I actually, you know, I was talking about how I never watched these on YouTube. I yeah. probably should go back and watch an original For YouTube this just to see what song they use because yeah. it, it, it'd be great if it was like some sort of air supply ballad or You're something. Right. You know, yeah. <laughs> the match itself was all right. I mean, it was it was a brawl. These two yeah. guys do a lot of brawling. So that corner shot that Orton took, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he practically landed on the top of his head. All oh the way yeah, down. yeah. It's crazy because he was doing that what we call the flare flop in the corner, yeah, you know, or whatever you know, Shawn Michaels, sure. however. And then like Orton does it, but he doesn't really commit to the full flip to go out to the apron. Yeah, he just flips and his head almost just pile drives himself. He almost falls straight down on his yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, it could have been bad. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Man, I, I say it over and over again, but Cowboy Bob Orton is one of the most underrated guys in retrospect right now. Yeah. Because he's so fun to watch. Yeah. And he sells his ass off, and he's a great technical wrestler. And he yeah. can also brawl, of course. He adapts to pretty much anything. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's good stuff all around. But, yeah, it is a bit of a microwave match. Well, yeah. But it's still fun. I mean, there's yeah, there's fun. no part of this match that's boring yeah. at all. And so. the all the Piper talking segments, I think there were like three of them. <laughs> Why not? They're always fun, yeah. Yeah, he's, you know... You could talk all night, you yeah. know, and people would still tune in. Yeah. So. Uh, it's a fast-paced show about a fast-paced show. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, and it doesn't stop. <laughs> there's not really a whole lot to say about, because the matches are kind of short, and yeah. they're kind of, you kind of know what to expect going in. Um, and speaking of that, I would expect this next match to be pretty good, because I like both teams. It is a tag team match, the Killer Bees versus the Heart Foundation. Yeah. Heart Foundation getting real close. They're about two months away from winning the gold yeah. at this point. And they're facing like a red hot new team and the killer bees. Uh, uh, you know, I, I, I don't even know how you get to this point. I don't even know the history of if they had the masks prior to WWF, Yeah, but like people love this gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and it's so bizarre and it's so not a baby face thing to do. I know we've talked about this yeah. before, but the whole mass confusion thing is not, should not be fan friendly, right? But people eat it up because it's clever, and, and they like them, so yeah. it's okay. Yeah. yeah, and if the good guys are winning by cheating, it's fine. Yeah. And Vince even says so, and Gorilla yeah. even says so, yeah. so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, super awesome, fast paced uh, tag team match, albeit old school tag team match. You yeah. see a lot of the uh, generics, the uh, the tag that the ref doesn't see, and all that kind of shit. Yeah, but damn it, man! I mean, you should also make a point to watch this match. Um, Seeing a bunch of guys that are all real hungry, and it's great classic '80s WWF tag team wrestling. It's it's one of the true sweet spots in my wrestling fandom. Yeah, I could watch almost any tag team match from the '80s, especially like '85 and off from WWF, right. knowing I'm going to have a good time. Yeah, yeah, and it was fun, and it was really one of the more competitive matches of the night. And it 
they went back and forth, and of course the shenanigans that you just mentioned had happened on both sides, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And it had a definitive finish one way or another. Yeah. And it, so yeah, this was, I enjoyed this match. Yeah. Yeah, those, those ones that we kind of agree on, it's like, this is really good, it's really hard. We, we, we're not debating each other. We're just yeah. like, okay, good. All right, great. <laughs> right. Let's, 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 let's go to the next match. I think we just want to get to the rankings and uh, see where that barometer is of the must-watches anyway. But, sure. Uh, yeah, we yeah. still got a few more to go before yeah, that. Yeah, a couple more matches. Next matchup, we thought for a second was going to be the last match of the night because it was the last one that was announced for the yeah. show. Yeah, because they, they do that thing, if I may sidebar here sure. a little bit uh, I always knew that even if I didn't know the card going in because I didn't when I was a kid and I saw I would actually make a point to look on the TV listings for Saturday Daily yeah is it Saturday Night Event on tonight or is it Saturday Night Live yeah I never knew hmm. and I was like if I see that maybe I was like yes you know like <laughs> yeah. and they maybe put two matches in the uh, preview yeah. thing mm-hmm. but then you always knew what the matchups were because of the opening if you actually pay attention to the open yeah they show pictures and action shots of all the wrestlers but they actually show the matchups in order oh really not, okay. not, maybe not the order of the show yeah but if you like for instance when you saw hulk hogan on this thing you mm. saw hercules immediately after oh, or okay. vice versa I got you. and they would do that all throughout the history of the show yeah so you knew what the matchups were on the open cool and this was the last matchup that you were kind of made privy to yeah yeah <laughs> and it was nikolai volkov with slick versus coco beware with Frankie Beware. Yes. Yes. I always <laughs> Which, forget the animals. Yeah, yeah, you know. So, um, yeah, and I didn't know. I, I keep forgetting that Coco was there in 86. Like, the first time I remember seeing him was, like, on Mania 3. Yeah. I just thought it went from there. But, yeah, he came in there, and uh, I know Coco's matches really well and how they're going to go. And I used to see him wrestle Zukov all the time, so I figured this would be pretty much the same match. And it, and it was, from yeah. what I remember. But one of the really weird things that sticks out in this match, I know you know what I'm going to say here, mm. is that... You kind of see sort of half version television debut of the Frankensteiner. Yeah, sort which, of. Which would be invented two years later. Yeah. It was weird, though, because Coco. Coco's a lot smaller than Volkov, and the size difference was pretty big in the match, I noticed. But Coco gets up onto Volkov's shoulders. Yeah. But not in a powerbomb position kind of thing. Yeah. He's... It's it's like if you're playing chicken in the pool, but yeah. the person's backwards on him. Yeah, because Coco <laughs> has his butt on the back side of Volkov's head, yeah. as opposed to the front side. Yeah. But he still goes backward yeah. like a Frankensteiner. Yeah. So it, it's like, really awkward when they land. Yeah, they could have gone real bad. Yeah. And basically Volkov sold it as a monkey flip at the end of the day. Yeah, he like flipped up and over because otherwise that's, they just would have landed on yeah, each other. That's the only way you could have done it. Yeah. <laughs> so there was that. So it was it, it was kind of neat to see him trying things like that, but it yeah. didn't really, you can see that there needs to be some fine tuning to that which <laughs> Steiner would eventually do, but Yeah. In the most amazing way. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, at least you got a uh, I was like you know you're not going to see the ghostbuster in this match. Yeah. Uh, thankfully he didn't even attempt it, which yeah. was smart on his part. Yeah. Uh, always has one of the best missile drop kicks in the business. First time I actually ever saw the missile drop kick was by Coco Beware. Oh, nice! So there you go. Uh, the match—I mean, the match was fine. It was really, really short. Very short. Uh, these last two matches are. Yeah. Uh, but I always like Coco. I always yeah. liked to dislike Nikolai Volkov. Sure. So yeah, yeah, yeah. If I was a kid, I would have been into this match for what it was. Oh you know? hell yeah! Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I was excited to see it tonight. Yeah, I mean, I like seeing <laughs> both both the guys. Yeah. 
Uh, here's the match that we're, no one was talking about in advance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so after this match, there's we're not looking at the timestamp, so we don't really know how much is going on. Yeah. There was Hulk Hogan showed back up. Oh yeah, to that's talk right. About whatever we were kind of talking to each other sure while he was talking but then they also had a backstage segment with uh the magnificent morocco and oh. mr fuji yeah. and mr fuji saying <laughs> wow i've seen fuji do a lot yeah. i've seen fuji act in a lot of bad fake sitcoms i've seen yeah. him do stand-up comedy i've actually read his movie reviews in the past yeah. but yeah. i've never heard the man sing yeah. until tonight <laughs> it was fun and it was something uh to behold yeah so uh, maybe if you uh, listen to the very, very bitter end of this episode, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe we'll throw that in. Yes, but he was singing a song of the South, not the song of the South, but kind a of song of the South. <laughs> well, because I guess you could have gotten away with it because yeah. apparently we're still getting away with the stars and bars at this point. Yes, because <laughs> Morocco's opponent on this night was Dick Slater, who was wearing the Confederate flag as a cape. As he went to the ring. The Rebel Dick Slater, as he was announced in the crowd. Los Angeles, not that impressed with it. Yeah. I gotta say. And rightfully so. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I I keep forgetting. Like I said, I've been watching old primetime wrestlings and knowing that Dick Slater is employed by the company, but I had to have a hard time accepting that he was actually (laughs) ever there because he's such an NWA Southern wrestler with me. Yeah. So I just can't see it still. And obviously, this was short lived. Uh, you know, he would, it just wouldn't work out. I, I don't even know why. I don't know yeah. the history here. But, uh, you know, it seemed like they were building up Dick Slater for a decent run here. He got yeah. a, they gave, they even, they didn't even give him a job or entrance. They gave him like a proper, yeah, like yeah. down the ramp entrance and they made him look like hot shit. Yeah, so. he had a lot of offense against Morocco. Yeah, so, which yeah. is hard to do actually because yeah. Morocco was a beast at this point. Yeah. So. <laughs> Piper called him Fat Albert. <laughs> I yeah. did laugh at that a little bit. Yeah. I don't know why, because he's not fat. He's he's just big guy. He's he's Hawaiian big. Like yeah. he's, but he's muscle guy. He's got yeah. muscles. Yeah. So it's it's weird. Like you know, yeah, he's fat now, but he's like you know, he's eighty years old. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't need to be. You know, yeah, good for him. Like I said, he he freaking still lives in Hawaii. He's got it made. That's man. cool. Yeah. yeah. So. so yeah, the mat, the show kind of ended on a. Maybe not a down note, but a lower note than yeah. the rest of the show. I remember the the one of the first Saturday Night's Main event I saw, which we'll, we'll be getting to at some point here. Yeah. Like they had a like a two minute match of like the Red Rooster versus the Brooklyn Brawler. So wow. you can look forward to that. <laughs> anyway, right. you want to get well, to the rankings? Yes, absolutely. Right. Of course, that's what we've all been waiting for, right? So at the bottom of the six matches was the last match of the night: Dick Slater versus the Magnificent Morocco. Yeah. Coming and, in, and nothing. Like, once again, nothing on this show is terrible. Like yeah. we'll probably have an. It's all right. Uh, we'll I mean, have the echelon cut off at some point yeah. here. The, the, these bottom, we'll let you know when the cutoff is. I wouldn't bother watching this match. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would say make a point to watch Mr. Fuji sing. Though. <laughs> Fuji make sings. a point. <laughs> so just Fu- go, oh, it's Fuji Idol. Excuse yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. So just on the, the 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 network, the little dots. If you're using it on the PS4 yeah. or whatever other yeah. ones, go a little bit before the, the last white dot, and yeah. you'll find Mr. Fuji there. Yeah, it's worth your effort. Trust yeah. me. <laughs> Coming in at number five on this show was Nikolai Volkov versus Coco Beware. Probably would have been a little bit higher, but it was just really, really short. Yep. Coming in at number four was the world title match, Hercules versus Hogan, because it was it was a Hogan match. It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. I would still say this is under the bar, though. Coming in at number three was Cowboy Bob Orton versus Roddy Piper. What do you think? 
I, I want to put it over the bar, but I, I really honestly can't. I yeah. mean, it's, once again, it's too short. And it's, it it's fine. It suddenly yeah. in a way that I was like, mm, okay, I kind of rolled my eyes a little. And it definitely lacks the depth that it deserved at this point. Yeah. Because if you... Uh, I'm going to... I get to reference my primetime watching now. Yeah. Is... This is a this is basically a blood feud. Like Piper is back, he is mad, he yeah. got his pit taken away by Jimmy Hart yeah. and Adonis and Orton and Morocco are all conspiring against him. Yeah. And it's him against this world. Yeah. And it should have been like a drag out they they probably actually should have been like a no contest brawl through the arena or something yeah. like that. It didn't have that it like they say they're not friends anymore but it has that like friends kind of yeah. just hanging out and shooting the shit kind of uh, yeah. feel and it should have more of a violent non-comedic feel to right. it yeah. so between the length of the match not being long and that i don't think they conveyed what they needed to it almost seemed like piper in his promo post match was a little disappointed as well and I, I don't think some of that was storyline. I think some yeah. of that was like, ah, I don't think it worked tonight. Yeah. So yeah, I can't maybe. I cannot in good conscience put it over the bar. <laughs> Fair enough. I feel the same way. Let's give it to the top two. Yep. So coming in at number two was the Intercontinental title match, Jake Roberts versus Randy Savage. Yeah, just watch them haul it for like as long as they're giving yeah. them that segment. So And this probably would have been at the top if not for a few things towards the end of the match. Sure. But the number one match on this show for us that you should check out was the Killer Bees versus the Heart Foundation. No doubt about it. Yeah. Like I said, I, I said enough nice things about it, but classic old school, fast-paced 80s tag team wrestling yes. on a Saturday Night's main event. You kind of can never go wrong yes. there. The only bad thing about this match that I can think of really was the the picture-in-picture when they were doing oh. the, the Gene talking to the Killer Bees, and it was pointless because it was just like, Hey, Brian, they're wearing their masks. He's like, oh, you're Brian. No, I'm Brian. Yeah. Wait, no, you're Brian. No, I said I'm Brian. And they, But they had it at the bottom half of the screen blocking half of the ring when there was the entire top half of the screen where they could have put it, and they had to move it back and forth nope. to chase the action. You know what it was doing, right? Hmm. It was buzzing around the oh, screen. Gosh. That's that's why they did it. Can we get out of here? Well, that, that's what they did. <laughs> I forgot, man, I forgot to make my uh, slick as fresh off the set of uh, the Maltese Falcon, by the way. Because <laughs> he looked banged up, he had the cast on and everything. Oh, wow. Okay, that, right. let's get out of here. Come on, okay. Alright, so this of course was one of our retro reviews. One of the shorter ones, because it's a shorter show. And that's what we try to do. We try to provide you the matches you need to see. You need to see Jake Roberts and Randy Savage. You need to see the Killer Bees versus the Heart Foundation. You need to see Fujisan singing. And you need to see the Orton and Piper music video on the show. That's it. Go watch those things. And check out all the other retro reviews on cnjradio.com, the home of the Wrestling House Show, the home of the CNJ Radio Network of Podcasts. And go to our Twitter, at House Show, and message us there. Let us know what you think. Did you watch these matches? What is your favorite Saturday night's main event match? I don't know. We'll get to it at some point if we haven't already talked about it. And also go to the Facebook and message us there if you have anything to say about anything that we do or anything in the world of professional wrestling. That's it all, Chris. I'm looking forward to the next one. Me too. Bye.